I think if you look at it as a journey and your gains, are, they're just little bumps in the road. You know, if, you, if you're going, if you're traveling somewhere and you hit a bump in the road, you don't turn around and go home and give up. It's just, it's part of the journey. And if you can embrace it as part of the journey and get to a place where you're okay with that, like, it doesn't matter if you have a gain, it's, it's part of it, but you keep going. You don't, you don't stop and turn back. I think that's how you have to look at it, really. You don't fail if you don't quit. As long as you keep trying and you keep pushing, you will get there eventually. And everyone's journey is different. Like some people will lose quicker. Some people, it takes a bit longer and it doesn't matter. That's okay. And I think just not comparing yourself to other people as well is another, another big thing. And just to focus on yourself and what you're doing and what you're achieving. Slimming Storage is branching out. I've created a Facebook group and over the next couple of months, I'll be building a community starting with live Slimming Story conversations. This is your opportunity to feature on one of the upcoming podcast episodes and share your weight loss journey. Are you with me? All you need to do is just click on the link in the podcast show notes or search for Slimming Stories within the group feature on Facebook. I would love to see you there. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sin and Stories. I'm your host, Claire Alton West. I'm certainly feeling more energised. <laughs> On this Monday morning, I'm, I'm releasing this. I had a COVID jab last week and that took me out for about two days, basically. But really, really groggy. And then we had some family curveballs and I did post about this on my Instagram, so you probably know about this if you follow me on Insta. And... Um, I just want to show up today to say that, you know, when these things happen, when these unexpected things come our way and we're not really sure how to handle them or whether to cave in or whether to still show up for ourselves, I don't think there's any right or wrong way. What I always try to focus on is, as this always been the case, this situation that I'm finding myself in, this thing that's causing stress and chaos you know as as it's always been the way and the answer is no it hasn't and this too will pass and the emotion around how I felt last week with what came up it has passed that emotion has passed and I think often you know we do tie a lot of emotion to events to scenarios that do come up and just to remind ourselves that you know we're strong we are very strong with what we've already dealt with that's been on our plates and if you've got this far in life then no doubt you've had some challenging times and just to recognize that if you're going through any difficult times that this time will pass if you are struggling with your weight and your fitness or or anything for that matter if things are a struggle at this moment in time just go back to a time that you were able to to recognise something that came up, something that was difficult, but actually how you manage that going forward. And I guess the toolkit that you was able to build up to be able to deal with difficult circumstances because it, it's all within us. We don't feel it in the moment when things are difficult, but it's all within us. And last week I was... I was so peed off. I was like, oh my goodness. I, you know, I wanted to do X, Y and Z. I'd got a client I was working with on the Thursday as well, which was, you know, that, that was difficult because I was having to think about, well, I need to sleep before and I need to sleep after. And then I also wanted to show up and do a live on my Facebook group 
And I thought to myself, I can either not show up, then get angry that I've not done that and feel disappointed that I should have just pushed through it, or I can just show up. So this is a rerun simply because I gifted myself uh, with a trip to Ikea. So after having the week that I had, I gifted myself with a trip to Ikea and I decided just to look at my office and get this ready for my business launch, which will, I think we're about seven, seven, eight weeks away. And and that's what I did. And so because I gifted myself with that time, I've not had the time to, to edit down an episode. And that's fine. I'm sure you can all agree that you'll all have those moments where things come up and, and you have to switch up your week. And so it felt really fitting for this week's episode to republish Ruth Calvert's episode. Now, this was actually 14 months ago. My goodness, I can't believe the time's going. It's flown by. Um, and if you've not listened to Ruth's episode yet, if you're new to the podcast, I'd just like you to really listen to the strength and the bravery that it takes for anybody to share their honest story. When we start talking about bullying, it's a triggering subject and maybe if this is something that you've experienced in the past, this may not be the episode for you. And I know I've experienced bullying myself and it's not great, is it? It doesn't fill you with the joys of spring for certain. It makes you feel horrible and all of those things. But I also want you to just really listen to Ruth's story and how she was able to find a new confidence with her weight loss. And the reason that I really enjoy publishing an episode that is so, I don't know if raw is the word, honest is the word, is because I know that these are things that people don't always like to talk about. Let's be honest. You know, being bullied at university, it's not something that we always associate with university, is it? It's, you know, that's, that's going to have the time of our lives, it's university. But I feel that by Ruth showing up for herself and standing in her truth and being able to share that story will help somebody out there that maybe has gone through that similar situation or maybe is going through that now. And just to recognise that, you know, that this time will pass and you will find a way to deal with whatever difficult situation is coming up and not to forget you know like I've said before not to forget how strong we can actually be mentally and Ruth talks about how she heard some nasty name calling for some friends and it would have been quite easy for Ruth to have just got up and walked out and got herself out of that situation but she didn't and even though it hurt and that's what I'm saying to you sometimes staying in the midst of something we forget the strength that it actually takes and when we're out the other side of all of the chaos that can come with bullying and name calling I'm sure even if you've not had bullying you've been in a, a relationship that has caused you you know stress and and these things can come up we also forget the ability to reflect on what happened and how we were in that situation and I guess give ourselves the kudos that, you know, we, we survived all of that. We survived it. Showing up as a podcast host and talking about issues that may be sensitive is the only way that we will actually recognise that it's it's okay. 
to have a bad day. It's okay to experience a situation that may not be nice and that it's not unique to you. You know, these things happen to people all around the world every day. And I do hope that, you know, by doing these podcast episodes and we're touching on some sensitive issues and sometimes we're having a laugh and then whatever comes up, that these are still real and relatable and that they are, they will help you on your journey. So please welcome Ruth Calvert to a re-release of her Slimming Story. Enjoy. Just want to start off by telling us, Ruth, where your journey started and how you found yourself having an issue with your weight. Okay. Um, I've always struggled with my weight. Even as a child, I was not so much aware that I was overweight, but aware that I was bigger than um, a lot of my friends were. You know, at primary school and things, it wasn't that much of an issue, mainly because, you know, I wasn't that bothered about it and you know people say to you oh it's just puppy fat you'll lose it when you kind of get older and and all the rest of it but I never did and I just kind of continued to to get sort of bigger and bigger and then I was bullied quite badly in high school and all through like college university even in previous jobs that I've had in the past I, I was sort of bullied about my weight and treated differently because I was a lot bigger so yeah it's it's something that's always been with me really goodness and we hear a lot don't we about how children are bullied at, at school mm-hmm. and and there's something about that conversation that doesn't always stop at the at the school gate so I'm so sorry to hear that 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 is just it's awful isn't it a time where you're so yeah. vulnerable and, and so self-conscious mm-hmm. that you've got this you know this name called this bullying yeah. so yeah. what was your weight at school what, what was your size or dress size let's say at school I was probably a sort of 16 around a 16 to an 18 then when I kind of it stayed like that throughout college and then when I went to university that's when it really started to pile on because of course you're away from home for the first time I was going out drinking trying to fit in with people and I was eating a lot of takeaways as well it was it was that kind of student lifestyle and it just sort of ballooned from there and I think at my biggest I went up to a a size 22 right possibly 24 I was probably squeezing into a size 22 when really I was I should have been wearing a 24. Going to university going to college I've been in that situation where I've gone away it's and you hear a lot about how it's fantastic to go away to university don't you yeah how, how wonderful it is and you know you have this great social life but being in that situation and then still receiving the the bullying you must have felt so isolated yeah I did feel quite lonely a lot of the time and I think because of the issues that I'd had in high school and college I I was just desperate to kind of to fit in and to be liked by people I suppose so I kind of adopted the role of you know being pretending like I didn't care pretending like everything was fine making jokes about myself just to so it would come across that I wasn't bothered when when really I was and I I just kind of did everything to avoid sort of looking at anything of myself like I I didn't have any mirrors I avoided photographs at all costs just so that I could kind of it's a strange thing in a way because it was like in my head it was like out of sight out of mind but obviously it didn't work and you know you just kind of you deal with things on your own in an evening when you've got nobody else around you and then the rest of the time you pretend like you know you're fine with everything 
Mm, just just to fit in and feel that the attention is not on yourself I guess but with this, yeah. this and what did these people used to say what what did the students say to make you feel so so awful I can remember uh, one occasion actually when um, I was stood at a bar and then two two of the other students were like stood next to me and they were having a conversation and I overheard one of them say to the other oh um I'm not as big as Ruth, am I? And she said, oh, no, nowhere near as big. Make sure you stand next to her all evening because you look really slim next to her. Things like that. And, you know, they they do it like, it almost felt like they were deliberately doing it so that I would hear them. But then mm. in a way that I felt like I couldn't say anything because I felt like I wasn't supposed to hear it kind of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah. again, I just, you know, pretense, just pretend as like I didn't hear it, like it didn't bother me, but I'd just go home and cry most evenings, to be oh honest. Goodness, I just want to grab you and give you a hug. I mean, that's just so, <laughs> that's just so awful. You know, that is, it's very passive aggressive, isn't it, to say that yeah. within yeah. reach of you, like you said, you're not sure if it was meant for you or yeah. you was meant to hear yeah. that. So moving on from, from university, how mm-hmm. did your weight affect you at that point? Was you able to leave university and find a career and, and put your energy into that? Well, the funny thing is that at university I studied um, musical theatre okay. and I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to, um, which sounds really ridiculous thinking about it because I just had no self-confidence at all. But again, I think I just, like I said, got used to pretending like I was fine. I go to auditions and pretend like it didn't bother me that I was the biggest person there and that I you know didn't get a lot of roles because of my size and I, I knew it was because of my size and I do feel like I missed out on a lot of opportunities you know I was fortunate enough to, to do little bits here and there always mm. in the chorus always stood at the back you know yeah. Um, but yeah it did knock my confidence so much and just how as well sort of you were, I was treated in the industry that I just kind of came out of it and and tried to find alternative alternatives to performance really that didn't involve me being in the spotlight and I just tried my best as well to to, you know to lose the weight because I thought you know there'd be some sort of quick fix or Mm. I could do one of these very low calorie diets or the the meal replacement things you know all the rest of it I've tried everything pretty much and and you know you get results initially don't you but it's not sustainable and you can't you know carry on doing things like that because you're just abusing your body really so at that point you felt that if you were able to get rid of the weight then everything would be fine yeah yeah in my head I I thought if I could just lose the weight I'd be more confident and I'd be able to go back to performing and and all the rest of it but I just couldn't lose the weight no matter what I tried and I'd always lose a bit and then you know you give up because you can't do it and you put even more weight on so you just keep Mm. getting bigger that's the cycle getting to, isn't it? Like that yo-yo cycle. Yeah. And yeah. each time you start, again, it's almost as if you've gone through that self-sabotage part, haven't you? Then you're starting again yes. and then you self-sabotage and it, it's getting off that cycle. It can be so, so hard. So yeah, at what point did you feel that, okay, I can do this, I can make a change? It wasn't until 2017, actually. I, again, I'd spent, gone back into the whole sort of pretending, you know, avoiding any kind of reflection of myself no full-length mirrors no photographs and I actually uh, went to a wedding with my my partner I think it was his cousin's wedding and of course at a wedding there's photographers all over the place and Absolutely. you end up getting caught in camp you know in, in photos and things and we had the, the photos sent back to us and I it was the first time in years 
Mm. that I'd really been confronted with what I looked like and it just shocked me shocked me so much I was horrified I really Mm. was and it was from that point that I was like I've got to do something so it's the photo and I think this is what we're here quite often isn't it that people avoid the camera for so long and a lady that I had in a previous episode Gina Dean I think she had a similar similar situation where she'd gone to a I think that, that was a wedding as well and yeah I always quite like my photo from my waist up but anything anything below there below yeah um, and I can make my hair look nice my makeup but yeah when we see that especially when it's a photo that's not really posed for so we're not thinking about breathing in or no (laughs) correcting our posture or anything having seen this photograph of yourself what action did you take after that well at that point i pretty much felt like I tried everything and Slimming World was the only thing that I hadn't tried so I thought well I might as well give it a go I'd had very sort of low expectations I didn't think you know it was going to work I'd literally gone there because it was my last resort kind of thing I had I tried everything and in my first week I lost seven pounds and I just couldn't believe it and I just kept losing and the weight just kept coming off and I was like how is this possible because I was eating more than I've eaten at any point during my life being on Slimming World and the weight was coming off it just it was baffling to me to be honest pushes you on doesn't it It gives you the motivation to keep going and that you can achieve what you want to achieve so from the meal that you would have in a normal week before Mm -hmm. Slimming World how did that compare Mm -hmm. to the meal that you was eating when on plan so before Slimming World I would never have breakfast and a lot of days I wouldn't have lunch either and I'd sort of go all day some days without eating and then I'd get home at night and I'd get takeaway and then binge on like crisps and chocolate and things and then other days at work I would have like instead of eating properly I'd have at break time I'd have a cake or chocolate and crisps and Mm. then again at lunchtime I'd probably go back for some more crisps and then in the evening it would be takeaway again and it was just that kind of vicious circle I suppose like the more rubbish I ate the more rubbish I wanted to eat Mm. and then because I didn't feel good about myself like food was a comfort like I've always been a bit of a an emotional eater I suppose so eating the food made me feel really good and then of course the minute you've done it you think to yourself why have I done that and you Mm. beat yourself up about it and you feel even worse afterwards so absolutely yeah and as a member of Slimming World myself there's no such thing as hunger if if you're hungry you're not doing it right are you so yeah have a meal have a meal that's sat in front of you that's going to satisfy you not only to make you feel full but also a food that you enjoy what was that feeling like knowing that you could eat this food and get to where you needed to be within your weight loss I just couldn't believe it to be honest because it kind of went against everything I'd ever been kind of told about losing weight like you can eat pasta you can eat potatoes you can eat bread Mm. and I'm very much like a carb person. Like I would take bread or pasta over like sweets or anything like that any day and crisps and things. So the fact that I could, I could eat all this, I could have a jacket potato if I wanted. I could have like Marmite on toast for my breakfast. And I just (sighs) honestly was so shocked. And that's why I thought like coming away from the first meeting at group and I was like, there's no way this is going to work. There's no way, but I Mm. sort of stuck with it. And then I saw the results. So fantastic yeah. so what size were you when you started your swimming world journey I was a 22 22 and you're yeah. now a size 10 
a size 10 so that is just that is just amazing I'm so jealous too size 10 <laughs> I mean that's one of those sizes that you you know you imagine that you can never get to so yeah talk us through how, how that felt going through those sizes from a size 22 losing the weight and and going shopping how, how did that feel for you incredible and even now my automatic when I go into a shop I go straight to the plus section and then I have to kind of like remind myself oh, I don't need to I don't need to look in this area anymore I can look you know in in any section in the shop and each time like because you can feel to yourself can't you that your clothes are getting a little bit looser and you know you think and every time I went to get a size down I was like there's no way it's going to fit me there's no way every time and then it did and it would be a surprise and then when my size 10 jeans fit me I I burst into tears like I was oh. so happy and it was just something that I never felt I would ever be able to achieve ever so it's just incredible really being able to fit into a size 10 jeans having bought those jeans what did you do afterwards did it, did it feel like you'd broken all the chains regarding your weight and your issues around weight did it feel that that was the milestone that you'd got to and you'd, you'd finally done it yeah I mean I never in a million years would have thought I'd be wearing a size 10 ever. I mean, I can't, I don't think I was ever a size 10 at any point, probably when I was 10, you know, it was uh, <laughs> honestly, and it it does feel like a real achievement because you just get so used to like hiding yourself and covering yourself up and wearing baggy things. And, and I don't have to do that anymore. And I've just got so much choice. You know, when I do go clothes shopping, it's, it's a, such a great feeling. It really is. As the confidence come back, you know, I spoke about when you was at university and it knocks mm-hmm. your confidence. That confidence, is that back in full force? Oh, definitely. I'm so much more confident now than than I was. I still haven't performed again yet. Um, that's Ooh. something I'm kind of hopefully sort of working towards a little bit. Yeah. But but yeah, no, my confidence is, is is much higher, much, much higher than it was. Definitely. And I think I might have to hold you to the performing. Oh, <laughs> Definitely. No. I've done it now. <laughs> I, think it, I think if you do that, it will almost be like a fresh start for you, isn't it? If you, yeah. I imagine that's it's yeah, quite it scary, will. the thought of performing. But if you actually do that, then I feel that that's going to be... Like full circle kind of thing. Full circle, isn't it? So I definitely yeah, think you yeah. need to be looking to do something with that in 2020. Oh gosh, just the thought of it. Like my, I've got <laughs> my stomach's in knots. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I should do. I should do. I'll have to. Should. Yeah, work at it a bit. I think. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't should. You can't win a marathon on should. You need to. I'm no, going to do true. that. I'm <laughs> going to do that in 2020. I'm going to do that. But no, yeah. that that's just lovely. Like you say, you've gone full circle got your confidence back and there's there's really no stopping you and when we hear all these awful things no matter whether it's bullying or or just being in a negative environment can have such an impact can't it on your mental health yeah definitely and now you've said goodbye to the the weight you you've got your confidence back and swimming world can be such a an empowering environment can't it with with people that can support you so yeah. how have you found their support and how has it helped you get the weight off? I mean, the support is second to none, really, um, that I've had. I stand by that if I hadn't stayed to group every week, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I think it's staying to group that has helped to keep me on track, to keep me focused. I get lots of 
ideas and inspiration from group from different members um and it's just so good to have like a really sort of safe space where you can talk about your feelings and the experiences that you've had with people who genuinely understand because Mm -hmm. I honestly don't believe unless you've been there yourself and you've been overweight and you've struggled with that you you don't know what it's like and my consultant is absolutely fantastic like she's been there for me since the beginning you know I can contact her anytime if I need to and she's just the support that she's given me uh is incredible and the encouragement and the, just to have somebody who believes in you and that believes you can do it because a lot of the time when you sort of say to people oh yeah I'm going to lose weight they're kind of like oh yeah we'll believe it when we see it kind of mm-hmm. thing and you don't get that kind of encouragement from a lot of people but yeah no staying in group and my consultant have have been the things that have really helped to keep me on track. Brilliant. And I I think that starting this year, I'm a yo-yo dieter. I've got no shame in it anymore. You know, that's (laughs) that's me. And I've had a gain this week. So this this week I've got two pounds on. And I was thinking to myself, as you have these conversations, I don't know if you're the same, but I often have conversations with myself. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, well, Claire, you actually put two pounds on, but did you expect to lose every single week like a robot are you a robot you no I'm not a robot no you're not give yourself a break yes you yeah and then it, it's, just, yeah. it's just crazy isn't it and what would you say to people listening that maybe they've had these fantastic expectations in January and they're all revved up yeah. but they're yeah and it's still full of Christmas and they've struggled with the momentum have you ever mm-hmm. had periods where you've felt totally unstuck from when you started Swimming World Definitely. I've had, I'm in a bit of a kind of plateau at the moment, like, because I think the closer you get to target, the slower it becomes. And uh, for me at the minute, like I'm, I'm expecting a gain on Wednesday when I go to weigh in. But I think if you look at it as a journey and your gains, are, they're just little bumps in the road. You know, if you, if you go in, if you're traveling somewhere and you hit a bump in the road, you don't turn around and go home and give up but it's just it's part of the journey and if you can embrace it as part of the journey and get to a place where you're okay with that like it doesn't matter if you have a gain it's, it's part of it but you keep going you don't you don't stop and turn back I think that's how you have to look at it really you don't fail if you don't quit as mm. long as you keep trying and you keep pushing you will get there eventually and everyone's journey is different like some people will lose quicker some people it takes a bit longer and it doesn't matter that's okay and I think just not comparing yourself to other people as well is another another big thing and just to focus on yourself and what you're doing and what you're achieving and not what everybody else is doing I think. That's such a beautiful way to explain getting off tra- getting off track and getting off plan I just I love that how you mentioned up <laughs> in the road and it, it, it's so true and I can just imagine yourself in a little car in Wales there's lots yeah, of bumps yeah. in the roads in Wales isn't there a lot <laughs> a lot I'm yeah <laughs> so on your journey you found yourself at the Slimming World Awards so if you want to just talk us through how that felt and and getting glammed up for the big occasion oh that was just incredible it was one of the best experiences of my life I would say you know, you, you don't join Slimming World to to win awards or, or anything like that. But when you do achieve something like that, just the opportunity to go to head office and to hear the stories from all the other amazing, you know, women that were there as well and, and what they'd achieved and how they'd achieved it. It just kind of 
helps you to put everything into a bit of perspective really mm. and to because you do get kind of like into a little bubble don't you like you you've got your own group and you don't really see much out there but then to see all these other people that have had the same struggles as you and have gone through similar experiences as well from so far afield you know across the whole country it did really feel like just one big family and we were all there sharing experiences and supporting each other and the support from the Slimming World staff there was just incredible and they just made you feel fantastic and I like got to wear a dress like I never thought I'd wear a dress (laughs) I don't wear dresses you know you must have felt so fantastic on that night to be all glammed up and, and looking so special it was yeah it was a fantastic experience yeah I'll never forget. You look amazing and to thank you. To have such a, a great weight loss and see the numbers going down is 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 terrific and knowing that each each loss is that step closer to a to a healthier you. How yeah. was your health improved by the weight loss? Yeah, I used to um really struggle doing simple things like if I sat on my bed and like bent forward to put my shoes and socks on I literally couldn't breathe like I struggled to breathe because everything was getting crushed I had really bad back pain I used to get pain in my knees and my ankles quite a lot as well and I was just so unfit I'd get out of breath just walking down the stairs but now that's none of that I have problems with anymore like I don't have back pain I don't have pain in my knees I can breathe (laughs) whenever I do most things I've started running and I do power hooping as well. And again, there's the things that I would have laughed. I'd have laughed at somebody if they'd have said to me, oh, this time next year, you'll be running. <laughs> it would be ridiculous. I don't run. No, it's, it's just incredible how much of your life changes once you kind of get to where you want to be. Like you start doing things that you never thought you would do. Mm. And it's, it's great. Have you felt a surge of energy eating healthy to be able to do these activities and go running yeah I've got so much more energy now so much more energy like I used to come home from work and I'd lie on the sofa all evening and just not move but now I come home I run pretty much every day every other day I do the power hooping as well and it's just great and I'm more active with my job now than I used to be and I'm I'm doing things like I've started dancing again um and teaching dance which I haven't danced since university, really. And even then, I kind of used to find every excuse under the sun to not do it because I felt so uncomfortable and right. I couldn't keep up with the rest of them. You know, you'd go in and you'd be like, oh, I've, I've sprained my ankle or I, I can't do it today because my back hurts or something and I'd just sit out. So, you know, to be able to do that now, it's just fantastic. And I didn't realise how much I'd missed dancing, to be honest. So that's just fantastic for me. It's really oh, great. That's so lovely having that that energy to do that and get getting that enjoyment back again in, into your life yeah and said you know goodbye to it so it's, it's all back yeah. it's, it's almost like a rebirth isn't it of your vitality definitely back definitely. again and and I'm so pleased for you and it's such a, a lovely story to li- to listen to and for somebody like me that is not quite where you're at at the moment it's just it's just that that voice of hope isn't it that, that something yeah. out there can can help and and get us to yeah get us to the place where we want to be so that that's fantastic absolutely and and that's the thing like if you trust in the plan because it does work and if you keep going you will get there you will and I never believed that never ever but you know to be this close to target and 
sometimes I have to pinch myself. I feel like I'm dreaming, you know? Oh, it's not something. like I'm going to wake up from it and it won't have happened kind of thing. If somebody's listening to this thinking, well, I really want to do something about my weight. I really want to get the weight off, but I don't want to go yeah. on a diet. And it's slim as well, but I'm going to restrict something or whether on the Weight Watchers, I'm going to have to re- restrict something. What I used to do is literally just have an absolute binge for like a month and then go go and walk through <laughs> a class or try and start a diet, no matter what it yeah. was, you know, like SimFast or whatever. So if someone's li- listening to this thinking, God, I'm going to have to restrict what I eat. What would you say is your favourite meal that you, you love and the taste is fantastic and, and this is your go-to thing for a treat? I would have to say it's the pizza-topped pasta bake. Because I absolutely love pizza. That's like one of my, like pretty much lived on it in university. That was my go-to takeaway. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just, it tastes like you're eating a pizza, but it's healthy and it's, and it's right. on plan. And it, it's just, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, really, really so nice. So do you do the pasta on a tray and then pop it in the oven and like a melt, put the cheese on to melt? Yeah, you, you, you do the pasta in like passata sauce with, I, I put, the garlic and herb one all right and some chopped tomatoes and then you have the low-fat mozzarella okay. um that you cut into slices and you, you can put that on the top and it when you put it into the oven like it sort of melts through and it, it can go like quite crispy on the top as well and I put different like I add things to mine like I love really spicy food so I'll put jalapeno in there mm. red onion that it's kind of thing nice. That yeah it's, it's really good yeah really really I'm good to try that definitely that sounds gorgeous and my, my son's obsessed lovely. with pizza that sounds a lot quicker yeah. to do than making my yeah. own pizzas although I do like that to make the the dough up in bulk and freeze it it's so so quick to do yeah um, that, I haven't actually attempted it I don't think I've got that much confidence in my cooking skills <laughs> maybe I'll give it a go so easy so so easy honestly it's absolutely fine I'm sure you'd be you'd be fine and have you got family around <laughs> you that have noticed the changes and and are inspired by what by what you've done yeah yeah definitely um my partner used to live out in the canary islands and um he's got a lot of friends out there and we you know went over quite regularly and then we didn't go and I hadn't been since before I started Slimming World and we went last summer and the people that we know out there didn't speak to me because they thought he was with a different girl they didn't realize it was me they thought I was like somebody completely different yeah they didn't and as soon as they realized they were just so shocked they couldn't believe the difference and like my mum and everybody they're just they've all been so supportive like my family and they can't believe the difference either so it's really nice it's a nice feeling when when you have people say that they're proud of you it does make you feel really good definitely and what was it like going to the Canaries with a slim body compared to a larger frame because I know when it when it's really hot it can be quite uncomfortable can't it very uncomfortable um it was just great like it was so nice to be out there and not feel so self-conscious I wasn't living in really baggy you know tops and and things like that I, I actually wore a pair of shorts and I had a really nice swimming costume and it wasn't just a, a black one that kind of hid everything and things like going on the plane as well. Like I could barely get the seatbelt around me before. Mm. And the last time we went, it fitted with ease. And it, oh, it's just a great feeling. Oh. Just a great feeling. Oh, it takes fantastic. away that anxiety because it was always like, I'd get on the plane. Oh my gosh, is the seatbelt going to close? Is it not? What am I going to do if it doesn't? And I'd always get into like a really big panic about it. But yeah, last year was the first time that I went and 
didn't have that anxiety and it was just oh, so brilliant. nice Absolutely. yeah and you're again that's another thing that we, we hear of people about going on holiday and Claire Shaw mentioned it and Gina about the difficulties of going on a plane and not having the belt fit yeah. you and all the all the palaver but it's like you're free of that now aren't you you're free of yeah. all that hassle and it's so so lovely to hear what piece of advice would you give to anybody listening to this that, that's just struggling just keep going I think is is the main thing and try to get to a place where you're okay with if you have a gain or if you're maintaining and it's not coming off as quickly and just know that you will get there eventually you just have to keep pushing through and and keep going and if you know if you need help or you need you know you need somebody to inspire you then there's so many people on like Instagram and things it's such a great online community that you know anybody that you you can chat to or ask for advice then make sure you do that like don't struggle in silence Mm. don't be afraid to say you're struggling there's always people out there that will support you and help you but you've just got to keep going brilliant that's lovely and thanks for your time again today Ruth I've really enjoyed it and I'm gonna wish you all the best for your future career and I can't wait to see what's next (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) thank you for having me take care I just want to say I don't ever take for granted any of the guests that show up and stand in their truth, just like Ruth has done on this episode. I can remember at the very beginning of the podcast, and I started reaching out to people, and it was like, oh my God, the rejection I'm going to get from this, the ego is going to take a bit of a battering. Um, And it was a bit of a push-pull thing. And now I'm getting people asking me to be on the podcast, which is fantastic. I don't ever take for granted the people that show up and and speak their truth because it's it's just lovely, isn't it? It's so inspiring. Really love this episode. And yeah, Ruth, if you listen to this back, thank you so much. So I would love for you to all go over to Ruth's Instagram account and show us some support. Again, Ruth's Instagram handle is RuthLouise underscore SW. And on the basis that I've had to do this outro about 30 times <laughs> and I'm on a lucky run, I think, yeah, I think we'll, we'll bring it to a close. Wishing you a fantastic week ahead. And yes, I did the Facebook Live. It went fine. Um, I did a podcast interview. That went fine. And I had a client and that went fine too. So even when we're in the midst of the storm, it's easy to forget how strong we actually are. So if you're struggling, I'm just sending a big hug out there. I'm wishing you all the very best. Until next time, take care.